You found the Sharks Broadcast Podcast. Subscribe. And if you like what you hear, give us a five-star rating. Train at 624. It's National Teacher Appreciation Day today. Poor teachers. They got hosed on this one. You know, May the 4th, that's everybody th- thinks about stupid Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> teachers are way more important than, you know, some guy dressing up like Chewbacca. Well, I should think so, yes. Yeah. I just looked up the average salary for a public school teacher in New Hampshire. Mm. And according to salary.com, it's between it's about $45,000. The average salary for an NFL player is $860,000. And you're talking the NFL. You're not talking about uh who is it baseball or basketball, right? Isn't yeah. the NFL on the lower side yeah, of the salaries? Exactly, exactly, Sarah. The low yeah, the big four sports, that's way down there. Yep. yep. Yeah, so I mean we put our kids into their care, you know, so I think they should get champion athlete salaries, if you ask me. Absolutely. Start them at a million. Start them at one yeah. mil. There Why we go. not? You know, you're always hearing stories. I guess the, the statistics uh, bear it out, too. You know, that they're spending their own money on supplies that they need. Yeah. That's that's a very common thing for them to do. So, yeah, that, that, something's got to be done about this. we got to look into this. First thing I'm going to do, I'm going to move National Teacher Appreciation Day off from uh, the Star you know, Wars Day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, not, a good it's idea. not George Lucas's fault. I just I think there was just something happened here. Yeah. This is, you know, it's all about marketing and promotion. It's we, true. we got to have this moved. Who was your favorite teacher? teacher growing up um i would say let's see like uh mrs parcel was terrific uh mr hopkins was terrific and then uh mr collins uh my 11th grade english teacher so i'm all over the place okay yeah, i had I had some I had some great ones yeah yeah i had a lot more good ones than bad ones ah we'll talk about the bad ones off mic oh god i did I tell you about Mr. Girton? He was my worst teacher ever. No. Oh, it's a wicked funny story. A wicked funny story. No. <laughs> he was one of the bad ones. He okay. was just really bad. All the kids like made fun of him. I mean, I we grew up back in the day when the teachers could express a heck of a lot more than they do now. Oh, yeah. We had a science teacher who literally would flip desks over. Yes. The yeah. metal desks. Yeah, like he would flip them over. Physically violent outbursts in high school. Yeah, back in the day, you could do that without it being, uh, you know, turning into like a major court case. He, yeah. Oh, he would have gotten arrested oh, today. Yeah. That's for sure. But Mr. Curtin, I was in uh, Catholic school, <laughs> and he was just not well liked. He just wasn't. He was just this pompous guy who just really didn't teach us anything. He just was mean to us the entire time. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, he was like Martha. Would you read from page 37, fourth paragraph, Martha? Uh-huh. So everyone's looking around. There's no Martha in the class. Uh-oh. So we're all That's... like, what's going on? What's happening? <laughs> Who's Martha? We're all... We desperately want to find Martha so that he could just be quiet. That's hilarious. Martha! <laughs> Read from page 57, fourth paragraph. <laughs> and he's kind of looking at me. Yeah. Like when he actually okay. looked at us, you know, he usually had his back to us, like barking orders, you know. See, I'd be terrified there because I'd be like, he thinks, you know, I would just raise my hand and say, I would, my name is Sarah. Is so that what, yeah. Yeah, that's what little Sarah did, okay. right? So I, he's kind of looking at me and I said, Mr. Curtin, and by the way, we were all almost having like an accident because we were laughing so hard. Yeah. Everyone had tears rolling down their face. They're like, 
<laughs> just laughing. So I raised my hand. I'm like, Mr. Gerton, there's no Martha oh, in this no. class. Okay. He looks at me and he said, what is your name then? Well, my name is Sarah. <laughs> it was your... Th- so it was, it was your job to read the thing? It was me. Okay. So he said to me, Sarah, huh. would you read from page 56, fourth paragraph? Well, I couldn't do it, Train. Oh, because you're laughing? I was laughing. Oh, no. I just couldn't do it. Oh. oh. Did you end up getting detention or something or no? He got so mad. He, Uh-oh. I got through the paragraph and then he wanted me to read it again because he couldn't understand oh, it. Oh, Okay. I mean, it was just a, he gave me a horrible experience. I think he was my history and I liked history. He was mm-hmm. my history teacher. I learned yeah. nothing in his class because he was just awful. But anyway, so cheers to the good teachers out yes. there. There's many of them. <laughs> Lord knows that parents tried to do your job during the pandemic and failed miserably. Oh. Some of them, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. We've got Casey and the Sunshine Band coming up next on the Shark. It's- Times changed or what? It's a Shark Morning <laughs> Show with Sarah Natrium. We were just talking about teachers because it's National Teacher Appreciation Day, and we so appreciate good teachers. We can't even tell you how much. Uh, but we were talking about how things have changed, and you were saying, even the Simpsons yeah. have changed their portrayal of teachers. Yeah, Simpsons came out in like 87. Uh, so what's <laughs> happened, you know, with with the uh, pop culture is that things have kind of moved on. The Simpsons have been around so long, they've outgrown themselves. It was always they would show the teacher's lounge. Every single teacher, every, I mean, Lisa's music teacher, every single one of them had a butt going. Ripping butt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they go to the teacher's lounge. Oh. Mrs. Krabappel, she's firing a stick. Every single one of them. <laughs> yeah. Now, I mean, I gotta think. Um, it's too funny. I gotta think. Schools must be completely and totally. Oh, no, no, I mean they're you, they're smoke free. Yeah, you've got to be. You got to go like out in your car and then probably drive the car to the next town. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I would think. I mean, within like even a certain. If you're a teacher, I would imagine that you don't smoke until like you get home or whatever. Yeah. If you do it all. Yeah. I, yeah. Back in the day. You know, right? it was like the poker room. You know, it was <laughs> the teacher's lounge was yes. like a, like a oh, poker yeah. room, like, like yeah. a casino or something. It's very the, true. The smoke that would be billowing out of there. Yeah, the school that I went to had a courtyard at Nashua oh, High. Okay. It was a courtyard. So you used to see the high school kids and teachers jam-packed in this yeah. one little place. You know, because we had five minutes in between classes, so they would all be like, there would literally be a cloud above them. It was Hey, Mr. McNamara, can I have a light? (laughs) Yes, that is exactly, (laughs) train, that is exactly how it went. Oh, that is too funny. (laughs) You you smoke menthols, right? Hey, can I bum a butt? Can I bum a butt? There were those people, too. Not that I was ever out there, because honestly, I couldn't, I didn't smoke in high school, you know, but, uh, you know, college came along. But anyway, yeah, that's how it was like. Unreal. We got Pat Benatar coming up. And another story that I remember from high school on National Uh-oh. Teacher Appreciation Day on the Shark. Miami, good, good guy. Tennis player. Yeah, he's, he's something else. Barry Gibb is a good tennis player? Yeah. I didn't know that. Very good. Terrific. Uh, he's still good. I just saw him playing, I don't know, with four or five years ago. With tennis just, players? Yeah. Like, he's <laughs> he's incredibly good. <laughs> That's what you do, I guess, when you retire to Miami. Yeah. You've got to be a tennis player. I think so. I'll Absolutely. keep that in the back of my mind. Still, anyway. Still has a, that healthy hairdo, too. Yeah, it's yeah. thinning out a little bit at the top. <laughs> but he wears one of those uh, Mexican sombreros there. Um, oh, that, uh, the shade? 
Yeah, for shade. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got your brain strain. Of course, that KTP gift card outfitting the great outdoors since 1938. Route 1 in Kittery. KTP.com. This is kind of a fun one. The uh, average New Englander, well, they wear this 17 times before washing it. Okay. The average New Englander wears this 17 times before washing it. Hmm. What is it? And I'm thinking uh, probably like in the last year, yeah, they could probably count the times that they 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 wore it as they wear it. Oh, jeez, kind of kind of a little a little you know pandemicy, a little kind of stay at home ish. Uh, the average New Englander oh, wears I, okay. this 17 times before washing it. What is it? Is it their favorite sweater? Nope, not the sweater. Okay, that, that's a good that's a good guess. My first one when I when I saw this, I thought is a scarf. Oh, right. It's, it's not a scarf. Yeah, you don't usually wash scarves. No. Nah. You know, they just kind of come on and off and that's it. Yeah. Coats, too. I mean, unless yeah. you take them to the dry cleaner and then that can get kind of pricey, you mm-hmm. know. Huh. Yeah. All right. The average New Englander wears this 17 times before washing it. What is it? All right. If you get the answer that we're looking for, you win the gift certificate to KTP. We've got Extreme coming up on the Shark. It- <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, Gary, you know, whatever. He's probably listening right now. I know hi, it. Hi, Gary. I know. How are you doing? The one guy that lives here. I screw up his name. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's <laughs> it's 726. It's the Shark Morning Show with Sarah and train. We are playing the brain stream. I was just thinking, you know, he's got the, the, <laughs> got the Shark app on. Yeah, right. Look at it. Hey, come on. Yeah, right. This Jerry, is... nobody can what? What's going on? Uh, I should have uh, went with the uh, mellow strummings of Nuno. Yeah. It's tough to mess up his name. <laughs> anyway, uh, the brain strain question for today. Yeah, we've got the average New England, the average New Englander wears this 17 times before washing it. Uh, the average New Englander wears this 17 times before washing it. What is it? Eight seven seven forty five shark. Good morning. What's your guess? A suit. <laughs> it's not a suit. Nope. Good morning, Sarah. How are you? I would say. Hey, hey what's up, cap. Steve? A what? A baseball cap. That is not the right answer. A sweatshirt hoodie. It is no, not, not a, hoodie. a hoodie. Hi. How did you get an answer yet? Not yet. Nope. How about pajamas? Hey now, it is pajamas. Give that yeah. one a KTP yeah. gift card. I thought yeah. I thought people would say sweatpants, 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 but uh, nobody guessed sweatpants. No. It is pajamas. All right, you hang on just for one sec, okay? Okay, thanks. There you go, seventeen times. There we go. You know, last year, kind of the lockdown thing, working at home thing. That's that's the one thing that I always heard with sweatpants or pajamas. And, uh, you know, I mean, we were lucky enough to work uh, at a building where we were safe here throughout the majority of that. But I was very jealous. I got to be honest. Of people is just like, I haven't worn pants in like <laughs> four and a half months. Like, wow. Yeah, because we didn't miss a beat. Yeah. yeah. Well, you haven't worn pants in four and a half months. Isn't that great? Wow. Good for you. Well, <laughs> everything's the same here. But, you know, the other year, other people that they just, they hated it. They hated being yeah. at home. All yeah, the time, yeah, so. yeah. You know, the pants, uh, pants, well, pants too, I suppose, but PJs came later in my life. Oh. Much, much later. Huh. Like, I, I recently started wearing pajamas, oh, okay. I want to say, since I've been married to David, which has been 10 years. Okay. See, it's funny that uh, today's Star Wars Day, because I had some sweet uh, R2-D2s. Like, you know, you had, like, the, the, the Star Wars, uh, you know, kind of that underoos theme, but the real yes. size, it's like full-size full, full size pajamas. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. It was probably like a style thing in, the, like, the late 70s when I was... You know, I seven. guess so. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. Well, wash your PJs. <laughs>
Hey, cover up. <laughs> I'm the opposite because I haven't worn PJs since in 1979. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, coming up, we have some very surprising celebrity news. We have a divorcing couple, and we're going to run down the circumstances of their upcoming divorce. Now, normally we wouldn't do something like this, but we can't resist. I know what. We'll tell you why. <laughs> coming up, Tears for Fears and Super Tramp also on the way. Is there a- Do you get a divorce after 27 years uh, of marriage? I mean, that's a long time. I mean, I guess, sure, if, if you're really, really unhappy. But Bill and Melinda Gates, mm-hmm. they've got enough money to buy each other, you know, their own planet. <laughs> you live on this planet. I'll live on this planet. And we don't have to, like, do any paperwork or, you know. Yeah, they started uh, dating in 1987, uh, finally got married in 94. And they have three, um, it's, it's you know, I think it, it, there, there is a connection. Even though they have $137 billion combined, $137 billion what? combined. That is like, I, I just, I can't, I can't fathom that amount of money. Their youngest daughter yeah. turned uh, 18 recently. So it makes you wonder if just, you know, like local folks around here, Usually, you know, they don't want to be traumatic for the kids, so they'll wait at least until they're adults, you know, or they're out of uh, high school. Yeah. So even though you have $137 billion, you're uh. th- still thinking that. I guess they've worked. They've had, um, you know, marriage workshops and stuff. They've had, they've worked on it. They had, Bill- yeah, <gasps> Can you imagine being the counselor yeah. for Bill and Melinda Gates? <gasps> wow. Even- Can you imagine Bill saying she spends way too much money? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. That's so interesting. Now, Bill... Yeah, I, I notice you haven't been very engaged in this conversation. How how does this make you feel? <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, does it say why they got married? They are getting a divorce it, it, or no? No, it just uh, it seems like it's pretty amicable. You yeah. know, they've, they've, uh, they they because on they it. have one hundred and thirty six billion dollars. I wonder. That's why it's amicable. Yeah, you want you want half, two thirds? <laughs> I don't know. I you want to give me want to give me a billion? I don't care. Whatever, <laughs> but. Uh, it's kind of interesting things. They have a, a mansion that is like underground. They have a mansion that's covered by earth. They they have a what? Yeah, in Washington State they have a giant mansion that is like under underneath. So if you, it's like subterranean or something. I mean that's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. So it, like it's truly what was the science fiction cartoon back in the day where a side of a mountain opened up was it Batman? Uh, yeah, yeah. A side of a mountain opened up and in drove the Batmobile. Yep. It's kind of like that. Yeah, it's similar to that. You open yeah. you have enough uh, picture this now. You have so much money that you are able to hollow out the earth yep. and build a mansion in it. <laughs> in it. Yeah. What? Where do you want to live? There. Where? The uh, earth? Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. wow. Uh, also, um, the another interesting thing is the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. That's the one that fascinates me. You watch PBS. Made possible by the Bill and Mc- Melinda yeah, Gates Yeah, what is Foundation. it going to be now? Are they going to have two the separate? Gates? They're going to have to read each separate uh, thing. It's uh, $40 billion in that foundation alone. It should be just the Gates Foundation, oh, I would imagine. Maybe they'll do that. They'll just, just turn, yeah. take the names out of it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Just, I mean, I, I'm no lawyer, gates. but, yeah. you know, maybe I gave them a good idea. I don't know. There he goes. There goes Bill. She kicked him out. Never to return. On May 3rd, Bill Gates was asked to remove himself from his place of residence under the earth. <laughs> that request came from his wife, Melinda. Deep down, he knew she was right. But he also knew that someday he would return to her with nowhere else to go. 
He appeared at the home of his childhood friend, Steve Wozniak. Sometime earlier, the Woz had thrown... <laughs> the Woz's wife had thrown him out, requesting that he never return. Can two divorced men share an apartment without driving each other crazy? <laughs> well, good luck, Bill and Melinda. Think, I don't think he's got a little condo he's moving into. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, it's a Shark Morning Show with Sarah and A-Train. Okay, so Tom and Giselle bought a new property. Oh, my goodness. This is nice. Nice? Now, I, I'm wow. I'm right here to, uh, you know, critique... His current uh, house, the house that he had before, the one in Tampa, the one where he lives, i got to be honest. I first saw this place, I thought, it's just kind of claustrophobic. Well, I, it's it right was on only temporary. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's made the move. Yeah, he has made the move to a $17 million beachfront property in Miami. He made that move over the weekend. And it's a place called Indian Creek Island. And it's in uh, Biscayne Bay. Am mm-hmm. I pronouncing that yeah. properly? And, yeah, there are only 41 homes on the entire island. It's a 300-acre island, and all of the homes, every single one of them, are uh, oceanfront. So there's no homes in the back. It's all just like golf courses and stuff. Yeah, his his backyard looks to be like a PGA-level golf course. The front yard is basically Miami Beach oceanfront property. Yes, yes. It's very exclusive, of course. And they call this property, apparently, we were just talking about what's-his-face, the Bill Gates and Melinda, Mm -hmm. they're getting a divorce, and somebody's got to move out of their house that's literally under the earth. Well, apparently, that's a thing with billionaires. Um, This particular property is dubbed Billionaire Bunker. Okay, so that has uh, that's under the sand as well a little bit. I guess. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't bunker. know. It's a approximately two acres, two hundred feet of ocean views, and of course, it is very exclusive, very yeah. private. They have their own police force on the island. It's uh, the water is patrolled by the marine the uh, marine. Oh. Um, you know, patrol mm-hmm. uh, in case somebody tries to get to one of their houses okay. through the water. They're not going to be able to do that. Very secure. Very secure. Uh-huh. Very nice. Yes. On the other end uh, of the spectrum, Sarah, we've yep. got uh, Adam Sandler getting bounced from an IHOP because it was oh. a 30 minute wait. <laughs> That's Still a, represent the 603. That, All right, that's, Adam. A, that's a New Hampshire guy right there. Yeah, so what did he say? He finally came out, right? Yeah, this, this, this poor girl, you know, told him that Dan, uh, Dan Arotis, it went viral, and he finally had a response. He said, for the record, I only left the IHOP because the nice woman told me that the all-you-can-eat deal did not apply to the milkshakes. <laughs> he, was, he wanted the milkshakes. So that was it. She's been like, are you kidding me? Adam Sandler comes in and I tell him that and he leaves. Oh, she says she didn't recognize him because he's got a beard and a mask. And a mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's pretty funny. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) We've got The Clash and Vogue and Who Are You up next? I feel really bad. Oh. Oh, if they were like a painting. Oh, my goodness. Do you remember them? Uh, Walking down the runway, okay. man, they would just put, they were the most gorgeous women uh, of the time. Probably still are. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Hey, it's time to play Who Are You? Uh, we're the Shark Morning Show with Sarah and A-Train. It's a real fun game. You pick a celebrity, give the other person three or more clues to figure out who that celebrity is. Uh, all this week, I picked celebrities with, you know, it's the month of May, so uh, we got uh, celebrities with May in their name. 
And uh, going with someone who was actually named after an asteroid very recently, uh, asteroid number 52665, uh, named after this person. And uh, I'm just going to say this. I think you're going to get it on the first one, Sarah. Okay. Because I threw out the asteroid. The reason he got uh, named of an asteroid, he earned a Ph.D., in astrophysics, he's an astrophysicist and was uh, got that doctorate, that PhD, uh, Imperial College in London in 2007. Oh, is it Brian May? It is Brian May. Oh, yeah. what a, my goodness! We will rock you, Fat Bottom Girls, Hammer to Fall, the Flash Gordon uh, theme track there, and uh, the show must go on. Uh, he's got so many great uh, Queen tunes that he wrote. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, it's quite quite a list of uh, his songs. I'm telling you. Uh, okay, you're Who Are You for today. I'm going away from the birthdays for a minute. Can oh, you believe it? Okay. Uh, this star, let's see. Her biggest role is on a sitcom. Uh, the sitcom was wildly popular. She was the only female cast member. Oh, main cast member, I should say. There were a lot of females on the show. However, she was the only female main cast member. She got her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on this year, on this day, 11 years ago today, which is why I picked her for today. She's got three names. Uh Uh-oh. She's known for her hair, and she does shampoo commercials. (laughs) <laughs> Those are so great clues, and I'm clueless. You know what happened? When you said uh, she has her own TV show, she was the lead, and there's other females on the show, I went Lisa no, Bonet. No, no. I was thinking of Lisa Opposite Bonet. Of oh, okay. Did I say that? Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what, no, that's what she I... is the only female. She's the only only female in this cast of characters. She's surrounded by men. Okay. Um, and she's the only female. Oh, is it uh, Kaylee Cuoco on Big Bang Theory? Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. This particular role, I mean, she's played other roles um, besides this particular role, but this is certainly her most famous. Uh, the lead mm. character in the sitcom, it was really his show. It was a show based in New York. They all shared apartments. Oh, I um, know her. Okay. I got it. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. It's uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Julia Louis Dreyfus. 11 yeah. years ago today, she got her star on oh, the nice. Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Elaine doing that incredible thing that she pretends that she can't dance. I mean, really, I, there's a bunch of people. It's their birthday today, but Lance Bass of NSYNC, I don't yeah. think you would have gotten that one. No. You know, um, Mike Durnt, the uh, bassist for Green Day. No, no. I mean, maybe Will Arnett, maybe. Yeah, that would have been that would have been a lot of clues. Right, but Will I, Arnett. Yeah. You know, it's his birthday today. He was Batman in the Lego movies. <laughs> um, but anyway. Yeah, that's a good one. Yep. Randy Travis, also his birthday uh, today. Uh, but anyway, if it's your birthday today, happy birthday to you, too. We've got John Mellencamp coming up next on The Shark.